0: what i loved about that early part of, of, of my uh, automation journey um, here at commerce up is like we were able to stand this kanban board up through the ticketing system in under a month wow so we were you know stood up and and created a very simple intake process with like five questions through which we asked people to submit their requests and then we were we were basically uh, on the back end uh, leveraging uh, this functionality and that, the nice part is that it created better workflow processes. I, Quite frankly, I didn't really know what to expect, but I, I saw the benefits and the uh, efficiencies that using a Kanban board drove basically from day one.
1: Baron, and for those of you who don't know me, I've been a procurement professional for 16 years. Most recently at Procore, where I was a customer vendor. Now I'm part of the vendor team, building out the procurement expert function that we offer to our customers every day. And this month on the buy side, I'm joined by procurement practitioner and strategist Soren Pesh. Soren is the head of procurement at Commerce Hub, with over two decades worth of procurement, finance, and consulting experience in software, retail, and banking. Thanks, Soren, for joining us.
0: Well, thanks for having me on, KR.
1: Yeah, of course. Well, why don't we start with a quick intro on your end. Tell us who you are, where you're based, how you ended up in your role, and so on.
0: Uh, I'm based in the uh, Columbus, Columbus, Ohio area, uh, but originally I'm from Germany. With regards to my current role, um, that was a bit of a fortuitous turn of events um, after having worked in various uh procurement leadership roles at uh, a number of retailers over the last 10 years, I was looking for a different channel, a uh, challenge. Uh, specifically, I was looking for uh, looking to work at a growth uh, company, a software growth company. Commerce Hub is a B2B uh, software company uh, that's leveraged by retailers and resellers. So it's great because it's a wonderful fit with my procurement background, but also with my industry uh, knowledge in retail.
1: Yeah, Such an interesting background, Soren. I know that retail procurement is no joke. So let's dive right into the meat of today's conversation, automation and procurement. Uh, What is your philosophy when it comes to automation and IT processes in general?
0: Yeah, that's a good question because I think it's foundational uh, because ultimately um, I believe that Uh, I, as a procurement professional, um, can learn a lot from IT processes, because I believe that the IT team or IT engineering team, uh, they have figured out how to execute complex projects in a really efficient manner. Um, By complex, complex projects, I mean large software builds, app launches, and that kind of stuff. And they use uh, a couple of different uh, methodologies that go well beyond Gantt charts or the waterfall methodology. One is called Scrum. The other one is a Kanban board, which is basically just a list of uh, to do, do on and done. Um, But those two are uh, the main uh, 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 workflow um, tools uh, being used and executed uh, by by, by, uh, IT partners. Um, why is that important? Um, because ultimately, I think it comes down to managing your attention or attention capital, however you want to uh, uh, kind of use that nomenclature, because ultimately, when you think about getting work done, um, especially knowledge work, um, it's around the workflow and the work execution. And uh, workflow is the structure of work and work execution is the value that I, create with my work so smarter processes can increase performance and quality of output because ultimately the bottom line is you know procurement needs to get away from managing their workflows or their processes through email because that's a highly inefficient um, um, way of, of, of getting things done
1: yeah i could not agree more with that i mean i know many of us spend all day just trying to keep up with our email <laughs> inboxes, right? So, getting away from that, automating that is so important. Um, I also am a big fan of Kanban. We use Jira boards to track our procurement ops projects at Procore. I know how effective they can be in managing that, especially you mentioned attention capital. Love that call out. And I think Kanban really can help you build your attention capital and focus it in the right areas. So, I have to ask Soren, why do you prefer one methodology over another? Let's say Kanban versus waterfall method, for instance.
0: Yeah, that's a great great question um, because Kiara, it's actually don't. I don't think it's a question of or a matter of preference, but one of applicability. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I mean by that is uh, when I was considering which one to use, I asked myself, which method methodology, is best." Uh, uh, you know, for my requirements. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the decision I came uh, to was that the common board uh, is a preferred approach for the procurement process. But let's kind of let, let me step you through the the specific kind of considerations um, mm-hmm. in what each kind of approach does differently. So when you think about, Scrum. Uh, Scrum's core uh, core idea is that the process supports highly complex product creations or product launches like coding of a new software feature or integrating systems and so forth. Scrum brings together coders, product managers, engineers, you know, just a whole group of cross-functional teams to finish a very specific deliverables in a given in a given spread. Uh, and these deliverables change uh, from sprint to sprint. Uh, and that's why Scrum, in my view, is not the right approach for procurement or the right tool. Um, as it, uh, uh, as procurement deliverables in our processes are generally similar, right? Highly re- uh, repeatable p- uh, type of processes. And I believe that a Kanban board methodology is a lot better um, in, in, in supporting these highly repeatable processes.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much for breaking that down. That makes a lot of sense. And I think what I'm sort of gleaning right now is as I think back to my days working in procurement and procurement ops so closely with our IT and engineering teams, I can, from your explanation, kind of break that out into, okay, that's why Scrum works so well for maybe our engineering IT teams. But again, we used Kanban boards ourselves. So I think I'm really with you on the uh, the functionality there. And you mentioned repeatable process, so important for efficiency and scaling. I'd love to um, understand a little bit more about this. Can you describe your approach to automation in terms of specific procurement processes and workflows?
0: So after deciding on on leveraging Kanban boards, um, you know, how do you then, the question that I asked me like, says, how do I now go about um, creating that actually in a way that um, uh, I'm using more mo- modern tooling, and actually the interesting part is the unlock was that I was working with uh, somebody on on, on a, a help desk team, and they were um, willing to build the Kanban board out um, in 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 our ticketing system. So uh, every medium sized larger company has a ticketing system. So when you have a have an issue and around. Uh, a software uh, question or an issue you have, you submit a ticket uh, through email, through an online uh, uh, kind of dashboard or something. Um, and uh, ultimately, it creates a ticket. Uh, yeah, that request creates a ticket and it uh, puts it into uh, onto a Kanban board uh, managed by the help desk, at least uh, here at Commerce Hub. And so we actually uh, collaborated and built out a Kanban board specific to uh, the uh, procurement process at Commerce Hub. So I mentioned earlier that the Kanban board uh, process is very simple in simply, uh, you know, three columns. But when, when you start, it's the to-do column, doing, and done column. Uh, we feathered that out a little bit uh, on our Kanban board uh, for procurement. We we created a backlog where we got the requests in, then had the discovery, uh, procurement pro- work, then in review. That was then with legal or infosec. Approvals was another step uh, where we captured a kind of, kind of held tickets uh, for approvals, POs, and signatures. And then we put it in, in, into the done column. And so we were able to build out this. Kanban board approach, leveraging leveraging that approach, and then building it out for procurement specifically. And then each request um, that we got uh, you know, creates a virtual card, and you can then attach files to it. You can uh, create labels in order to do sorting easier. So that then allowed to keep track of the work, of our work, in a much more... Simplified manner, um, because that way I didn't have to store all those files and, and communications in the uh, in, in, in email chains. But you can do, you can then also use the ticketing systems uh, communication feature, where I can write a, a note to KR, hey, what what's the status on this? And you can then re- reply in the ticket and give me an update. And then there's a whole lot more you can do. Uh, you can then also add swim lanes, uh, so high, medium, and low priority. Uh, uh tickets can be uh can be uh, labeled accordingly and then through k- quick filters you can very quickly filter through high priority tickets uh with sorn for instance um uh, that are in legal review so you can you can do these uh, sub uh kind of views that you can then uh, leverage um during specific conversations let's say with IT security or uh with my team members in order to make sure that um, you have very Specific conversations on one ta- uh, on 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 the tickets, and not have to go through looking through um, uh, email to find out where where something is at.
1: So efficient! I can assume to be able to communicate with your teams and and other teams that are helping you um, through those swim lanes and tags. I I'm really enjoying using. <laughs> And,
0: and the great part about this is, is that, you know, I work at a software company, so people are generally speaking, you know, very aware and, and know how these systems work. So telling them, Hey, there's a Kanban board. I don't have to necessarily explain that, uh, tagging them, uh, on a ticket, um, in a, for a question or asking them to upload a file, uh, also, uh, is relatively, uh, seamless. And it was a, uh, what I loved about, uh, that early part of, of, of my uh, automation journey um, here at Commerce Hub is like we were able to stand this Kanban board up through the ticketing system in under a month. Wow. So we were, you know, stood up and, and created a very simple intake process with like five questions uh, where we asked people to submit their requ- uh, request uh, through which we asked people to submit their requests. And then we were, we were basically uh, on the back end uh, leveraging uh, this functionality. Not, the nice part is that it created better workflow processes. I quite frankly, I didn't really know what to expect, but I uh, I, I saw the benefits and the uh, efficiencies that using a Kanban board drove, uh, uh, basically from day one, um, and that was a really great learning experiences because a lot of the benefits and efficiencies that we are seeing now that we've implemented another tool called Zip, um, uh, we already we, we captured to a large part. Um, it just wasn't as pretty, uh, but we got to it. And I think it's a real unlock, especially because a lot of uh, procurement teams are under-resourced in terms of number of people potentially working there, but also the tooling that they get to uh, work with. And I think by collaborating with the IT teams, uh, with their respective IT teams on leveraging that, uh, that ticket the, the existing ticketing system that most uh, uh, companies will have, I think it's a real unlock.
1: You hit the nail on the head by saying most procurement teams are under-resourced. It's the age-old story, right? And I know we are constantly consulting with our customers on how to take advantage of the resources you have yeah. and also how to um, create business cases and really paint the picture and tell the story of why you may need additional resources. But it's not always easy. I'm really glad that, that your journey into the Kanban board, you know, was was seamless and, and easy enough. Um, and it, everything you're saying to me right now, Soren, I'm almost giggling inside because it sounds so much like what we did at ProCourse. So it's almost validating to a certain extent um, to hear that what we did was not um, some crazy <laughs> idea, and that you know, really in the procurement space, I think we all have such similar issues and problems, um, and have knowing that we're tackling them in a similar way is, I think, very comforting.
0: Um, yeah, I, and I, I love you, I love your I you know love your story as well for the simple fact that it back and validates uh, what we're trying, uh, what we were doing, and trying to do, um, and I've. Talked to a number of other procurement uh, uh, leaders over the last uh, few months, and I, I see the topic of Kanban boards uh, pop up here and there, uh, and I know that others use it as well. Uh, and so it's a it's a good way of being scrappy, meaning le- using existing tools and repurposing them um, uh, to in a way uh, to initiate your um, your kind of automation journey.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Storin. I'd love to understand this even more if you don't mind digging into the details with me a bit. What's been your specific journey to automate at Commerce Hub?
0: So we, um, as I mentioned, we we rolled out this uh, Kanban board um, a process, um, which was basically. You know, just a back end process, so to speak, uh, that that we kind of stood up. The one thing that I want to call out is what made this uh, really actually possible was uh, we found um, collaborators in our legal team, in our IT security team, right? Uh, so key stakeholders um, were really willing to um, participate and actually use the uh, the. T- uh, the ticket, putting comments in there, uploading files, and keeping us current, uh, so that uh, that way I, as a procurement uh, leader or pro- professional, didn't have to uh, kind of constantly update a ticket whenever uh, something th- uh, came through as part of a conversation and, and so forth. So that that was really key. We, since then, have taken um, that journey from using a Kanban board a step further. Uh, we we, as I mentioned earlier, we implemented Zip. Um, It's not a Kanban board, uh, but it has uh, amazing UX UI design uh, uh, to make work visible, right? Because ultimately that's what a Kanban board uh, does. It it gives the stakeholder who submitted a ticket visibility into where their ticket is at in in the process and also visibility into what the commentaries are and questions that are being asked. but the nice part about Zip is that it has uh, also really good integrations uh, with other systems. Um, so the the visibility of of how where where a request is at and what what uh, approvals are required um, are very visible. Plus uh, the message board functionality and um, uh, you know being able to let's say execute a. A document uh, for signature in zip through sign and uh, having then the, the uploaded file kind of uh, the, the signed file upload back uh, is very helpful um, and makes life just it takes out a few more steps of the process that we had before but I you know to be to be honest I know that uh, vendors also uh, releasing a workflow uh, Tool, um, I think Vendor Two here uh, soon, and I think that's a really smart bet um, as part of the evolution that's happening uh, in the in the uh, procurement space. So, you know, I've uh, you know, you've obviously listened to your customers, and you know, kind of my hat goes off to to Vendor in terms of your engagement um, uh, with with your customers.
1: Oh gosh, thank you for that, Soren, and you know, we sure do our best, um, but we are all very excited for our upcoming workflow release. I think especially as a procurement professional, we're involved in so many different workflows. So this evolution for us is something I'm, I'm incredibly stoked over. So thanks for for calling that out. It, we are very happy and excited for it. Um, I'd love to sort of dig in even deeper. I know I keep saying, let's dig in more, let's dig in more, but this is so fascinating and I think it's going to be so helpful for other people in our space and even outside our space to understand. What were your insights and learnings at Commerce Hub from this journey?
0: Let me start with a disclaimer. Um, I believe that the automation journey is a multifaceted challenge, um, that the path that every everybody will take is different uh, from one company to the next um that being said i i can share with you kind of how we step through um the our, our automation journey a little bit further or how we think through it um if i had to do it again
1: okay great
0: um i hope not anytime soon because there's it, it, like a like any journey um it's there's lots of more uh stuff to be done um but but how I would think through it is is as follows. I do believe when you talk, when you think about tooling as a a procurement professional, I believe that the starting point, at least for me, is a workflow processing tool, a process tool, right? Um, Because of a couple of uh, benefits, right? So number one is standardizing your processes plus creating visibility is really key to, Stakeholder education, but also making processes repeatable and understandable. You want also uh, by by leveraging a workflow tool, you also will have approvals, internal communications, and relevant files all in one place. So you don't have to look through different emails uh, to find find out whether something got approved or which version of a of a file you uh, you're looking. Uh, to to utilize what the latest version was. It's all in one place. And legal can leverage, let's say the conversation I'm having with IT security or with engineering team um, around certain functionality or data aspects in order to make sure that the review that they're doing of the legal documents is connected to the actual data or functionality we're looking to leverage. I think that's a really key aspect as well. And on top of that, you can then um, plug in additional software tools um, into uh, into your workflow tool, such as I mentioned DocuSign, like a e-signature e- process. Your ERP you can cl- uh, uh, plug in as well, so you can then basically take all the information in that ticket in order to then create a PO or create a a vendor in your systems, right? So you don't you avoid double entry. You can upload InfoSec reporting. You could upload. uh, You could also connect it to your SPN cube or uh, license usage tools. Uh, So that's key. Where you can now, all of a sudden, by eliminating kind of the you know repeatable task, you can now be more strategically executing and adding uh, the richness uh, to uh, you know enrich the ticket uh, information uh, and make uh, help make drive better decisions. Uh, the next step uh in in that journey i believe is uh you know digitizing your contract data and start leveraging kind of like a software management tool like a, like in, in the saas space um that is um um you know something that uh is 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 available vendor 2.0 um uh, through the acquisition of Blissfully has you know is that as well uh so you know now all of a sudden i can um i you know i have contract Data fields in this, in 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 one system of truth, right? Expiration dates, auto renewals, uh, Lord dates, and all that stuff. Um, uh, should be uh, you know, uh, you know, is now in in one system, and that uh, now switches the kind of flips the playbook, if that makes sense, from being reactive. Oh, this. Renewals coming up in 30 days. Now you can be proactive and you can take a look at 90 or 120 days in advance of what's coming up. Do we need the tool? And you can do a fair amount. Uh, do you know what's the sentiment? What's the license usage picture looks look like? Uh, do we have overlapping tools? Uh, so you can do a lot more um, value added work uh, because you're now being proactive versus reactive. Third step is combining and connecting uh tools for evolve you know to enable evolving processes so basically as you leverage the backbone of a good workflow tool with good contractual data and and knowing what's coming up now you can enrich that uh, uh that that process uh, those uh, kind of the, that that underlying process mm-hmm. through better srm Type of um, engagement with your with your vendors. Uh, you can measure KPIs. Uh, you know how many days does it take uh, to, uh, to 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 go through the process? Uh, where are uh, ways to be faster and executing faster? Part of the legal review, a privacy review, and so forth. And then last but not least. Um, keep adding, uh, plugging tools in. Um, you know, I mentioned the contract repository. I mentioned uh, uh, SpendCube, P2P system. Uh, there's partners out there for in, InfoSec vulnerability reporting, OFAC checking. I mean, I wouldn't say the sky's the limit. Uh, uh, that's probably not right. But there are a lot of additional tooling you can then plug in because now you're actually creating time to, to add those value, uh, to add more value because you can help everybody make better decisions.
1: Soren, everything you're saying is making my procurement heart flutter (laughs) so much. I want to call out a few things that you said specifically because I think they're so important. So you mentioned the ability to do more value added work this is such a challenge i think for procurement professionals in in general just because without these automated processes without the right tools without the right systems we are forced to be so transactional and tactical so the ability to get very focused on the value add i think is so critical to the success of a of a procurement team and Within that, you mentioned proactive versus reactive, especially with renewals, having that insight and visibility, uh, being able to get ahead of things, I think is so incredibly important. Um, And then you also mentioned evolving processes. I love this. This is something we spend a lot of time with our customers um, discussing because, you know, I think process for process sake is never the right way to approach things, but there does need to be process and policy. You know, we're spending company money and we have to be good stewards of our company. But like a company evolves, procurement needs to evolve as well. So I love that you called those out and especially sort of mentioning the streamlining of comms and the ability to manage KPIs. I know both of us have probably had many conversations with our executive teams about those KPIs and how we improve things. So this all just sounds so great and makes sense, especially, um, you know, I think what we're calling out here is that every procurement team really does need to develop their own playbook. Um, So all great, great information and, and input. Thank you so much for really getting in the weeds with me there. I'd love for you to tell me and our audience what results or benefits have you seen in your automation journey at Commerce Hub?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, And ultimately the point of the entire exercise, right? Um, When I think about benefits, uh, I think uh, I I break them up into two areas. Number one, measurable benefits, but they're also soft benefits. So when I think uh, when I Talking about measurable benefits, um, I've seen my own productivity increase measurably. Um, I don't have to look through it, like you know the the, the main reason is that I don't have to uh, look through a ton of e- uh, emails in order to come up to speed um, where a given request is at, which allows me to focus my time and effort and and my attention. Right, I mentioned attention uh, capital earlier my attention on executing the work. Right. And that uh, is something that uh, I believe that I can handle about twice as many requests um, uh, on a daily basis versus what uh, I was able to do before my uh, automation journey. Wow. The other measurable uh, benefit um, uh, that I, that I see is that I can measure how long a request take takes. So, um, You know how many take, and I can measure it by step. So this allows uh, my team and me to uh, figure out where the bottlenecks, um, because we have the data. And then ultimately, um, I believe, uh, you know, procurement is not just there to save a company money, uh, but we're also there, or maybe even more importantly, so there uh, to get stuff done faster because speed matters. And I believe that in today's world, faster is better. procurement with regards to the soft benefits quite frankly work is more fun um because we get more stuff done um it's really just more more enjoyable um i'm also learning a whole lot more uh on a a daily basis and that's deeply uh uh satisfying to me and last but not least, I'm building new competencies, um, you know, as the system administrator of a no-code software tool. So I actually get to create solutions uh, for my own problems. I don't have to reach out to anybody else. I can actually build it myself. And that is a competency I thought I'd never have. Yeah,
1: um, that's incredible. It's definitely a competency I am looking forward to building myself, so I'm... Um, maybe a little jealous (laughs) that that you feel you're getting there, but um, hopefully I can learn from you and and continue this conversation and and you can help me get there. Um, Your call out on productivity, I think is so key. You know, I feel, and uh, my, colleague from Procore, Chantal Plank, who's now at Canva, we had an entire fireside about procurement being the internal champions of productivity. Um, And I think that's so important in procurement and for organizations to understand. So I love that you're speaking about your own team's productivity, because as procurement becomes more productive, the teams we serve become more productive as well. So that's really great and and i'm glad that you're seeing that and i also really appreciated you calling out the you're spending less time trying to figure out where things are and more time focusing on the work itself
0: yeah which is i i I, it's a daily joy um, (laughs) to uh to know um like when i focus on like when i Carve out time to uh, to to procure do procurement work that I know I can jump into the number of tickets like and I know exactly I will have spent zero time looking through emails and will spend all my time moving the ball forward um, is yeah. is a pleasure after a decade of what I call email hell. <laughs>
1: I I like that term email hell. I might I might borrow that from you. you. I'm sure um, it's
0: not mine, but you can you can have it absolutely.
1: <laughs> well, we'll give you credit regardless for it. Um, but I'm sure that is so satisfying. Soren, thank you so much for taking us through that process. I feel. You made it sound so easy, but I know as well as you do that this takes time and consideration, especially consideration around the impacts on other teams um, before and during implementation. So I'm so glad that you had buy-in from your legal team, your InfoSec teams, and, and other teams that you work with. I think that you couldn't have done that smarter, really. And your approach here is just so thorough, and I dig it so much.
0: Thank you. It's really kind for you to say, and you're absolutely right. Um, you need to bring, uh, I, you know, as my experience is we need to bring our cross-functional partners along uh, the journey of, uh, you know, as we're uh, kind of intending to change the process or rolling out new t- uh, new tools. And so when we picked out Zip, uh, I had the IT security team um, and other stakeholders like legal with me there every step of the way, so that way we knew what kind of trouble we we're getting ourselves into. It because that was, you know, we went from evo- uh, you know beyond evolution, we went to revolution. Uh, but all other aspects of that process go forward are evolutionary. So they're they're smaller changes, but bringing uh, stakeholders along is really key.
1: Yeah, the collaboration is so important, and uh, you know, teamwork makes the dream work, right? Uh, so so in, that just about wraps up our time talking about automation. Yep. But before we go, do you have any go-to negotiation tips and tricks? And if so, what are they? It's a bit of a bonus question, if you don't mind.
0: Yeah, thank you for for asking. I mean, uh, negotiation, once you get to it, um, uh, is really the fun part um, or can be the fun part of the uh, of the procurement work, uh, at least I think so. But I think there is um, there's a playbook, so to speak, uh, for that, or or best practices. And so, having spent over a decade negotiating, um, here here are my tips or tricks, if if, if you if you don't mind. Yes, please. Uh, my number one tip is know what you're buying. Um, good discovery is key. Stakeholder alignment on negotiation, engagement strategies and goals is also key. Um, this may sound very obvious, but I think uh, there is is really important part to be stepping on the dance floor, so to speak. Um, aligned. Second uh, uh, pointer is uh, start preparating, uh, pre- preparations early. Um, have time uh have time to be your friend um, because uh when you are rushed um because a decision needs to be made yesterday, um ultimately your leverage in many ways is gone. You know, to my earlier point around flipping the script uh with regards to renewals, that's actually uh you know kind of a key component of having that extra time to align stakeholders and your ask um and the negotiation strategy early and having that time to play that have that play out is really important. Mm -hmm. Thirdly, uh, prepare, 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 Um, you know, understand, uh, you know, understand what incentive the supplier company has to close a deal uh, or ask for a certain deal or the supplier. Those two may not be uh, fully aligned. Know what's working, what's not working with that solution. Um, Know what background music is playing, such as is the has the company you're working with filed for bankruptcy, or or are they acquiring somebody else and that kind of stuff? All these things matter. Year end uh, is a, is another popular uh, data point, and then know your own goals, uh, at reserve price. What are you willing to spend, um, and what uh, what, what uh, are you not willing to spend, so to speak? And then uh, with every uh, you know conversation, uh, you know like understand that every conversation is a negotiation. Um, so listen and, uh, and, you know, really proactively, uh, by deploying, again, a tactics like, uh, technical em- empathy or mirroring open-ended questions and, and trying to understand what or find what black swans are there, especially on the other side of the negotiation table and black swans are the unknown unknowns and then negotiate, right? Master, master the no, you know, like I, I, have, like saying no uh, to find out uh, what the options are once uh, once once uh, that is on the table, um, re- redefine the reality of the conversation. Um, you know, if you follow my my perspective is, if you follow the uh, uh, vendor's uh, uh, logic, you you land up in the land of of, of the supplier, so to speak. Um, guarantee execution, and then bargain hard, right? Um, and that's where I think people, generally speaking, l- want to get to really fast to bargaining. But I think there's a lot of uh, prep work um, and and understanding incentives that needs to be yet yeah, the kind of yet yeah, you need to have before you can uh, bargain hard.
1: Yeah, such a good call out. I think uh, many of us tend to get ahead of ourselves in that, but. You know, what I'm hearing from you, Soren, if I, if I may, is, you know, the three P's prepare, 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 yep. right? Prepare early, know what you're buying, discovery. I loved the background music. Um, I hadn't heard that before, but I think that's so key. And we talk about that a lot in our teams as well as you need to know um, your suppliers and your customers, right? You need to know them. Google I think is your best friend in those circumstances. Um, so I love that you called that out because I think it's it's a very intelligent way to approach things. And I'm hearing a lot of uh, mutuality as well um, from this that, you know, you don't want to just go in there and break someone's kneecaps, but you want to be strategic in the way you're approaching things and that there can be, you know, some mutual wins on both uh, both sides. And I, I really appreciate that. I think you said understanding the incentives of your supplier, so key. And I think that, that creates a, a human element and connection when you get there with the rep you're working with, because they then feel like you get it. Um, and it makes things, I think, so much easier from that moment on.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. It's not about, as you put it, breaking somebody's kneecaps right? Uh, It's about finding something that is mutually beneficial. uh, And sometimes uh, that that is less comfortable uh, than what both parties had assumed going into the negotiation, right? Uh, But ultimately, that's where uh, where you need to go in order to uh, get a, you know, aggressive deal, so to speak.
1: Well, all right, that just about sums up today's conversation. Let's do a quick recap. There's so much procurement can learn from IT, specifically that IT processes are best practices in a lot of cases. Why? You're able to execute complex projects and manage your attention capital, or in other words, focus. The second big takeaway is that there are several ways you can approach automation and procurement. That could include starting with a workflow process tool that leverages a ticketing system, digitizing contract data, and then connecting all of your tools to evolve processes over time. Thank you again, Soren, for joining the conversation today. It has been a pleasure. I'm so excited to see how Commerce Hub's processes continue to evolve and just really appreciate you diving in with us and being so open and transparent.
0: Thank you so much, KR. Happy to be part of this.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of The Buy Side, hosted by Vendor, a SaaS buying platform for ever-changing B2B
0: SaaS sales. Curious how we can help your company save on SaaS? Get a free savings analysis today by visiting us at vendr.com slash save. See you next time.